0: week one of the nfl's in the books who won who lost alan robinson and odell beckham jr trade rumors who are they rumored to go to all that more coming up next on the average sports guys podcast
1: you're listening to the average sports guys podcast with eddie and marcus
0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Eddie and Marcus here. Yo, yo, and this is the Average Sports Guys podcast. We are the Average Sports yes, Guys. Sir. Today is Wednesday, September sixteenth. This is episode
1: thirty-nine. Yeah, man, treinta y nueve.
0: Um. So let's see. Week one just wrapped up. Yes, sir. Um, I thought it was a solid week. Um, yeah. It was much cleaner than I thought it was going to be, you know, I, I, myself (laughs) like most kind of thought it was going to be sloppier. Um, but surprisingly it it, it wasn't, I mean, not every team scored a ton of points, but I mean, that doesn't happen anyway. Um, so I have a question. So, uh, let's go ahead and kind of lay out the show. So Marcus and I are going to go over week one scores. Um, we'll break down Washington played Philly. So we'll kind of break that down a little bit. Um, Marcus will give you his standpoint from the Eagles and his team. I'll I'll do the same for mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we'll go over news and notes from our, our respective teams. Yes, sir. If this is your first time listening, Marcus is an Eagles fan. Eddie, myself, I'm a Washington football fan. Um, So we'll give you news and notes, anything that, you know, we feel people need to know. But we'll go ahead and drop that. And then we will get straight into week two. Uh, We'll do pickems and we'll give you our individual game of the week, something we're looking forward to seeing um, other than our own team. Um, So, question. With how smooth week one went... Do you feel that will have any bearing on preseason going forward? Meaning, do you think they'll push for less preseason or no preseason? Or do you think the next year, hopefully COVID is not a big issue, um, and they'll just go back to regular OTAs, training camp, preseason, and their
1: regular season? For me, it depends on two things. Number one, like you just said, COVID. Number two, injuries. Because... You know, teams and players need time to build up that resistance and and to get their bodies ready for, like, impact and contact and things like that before the Mm -hmm. actual season starts. Yes, there's practice. Yes, there's OTAs. Yes, there's conditioning. But there's nothing like actually going up against somebody that's not on your team who's trying not to hurt you. Um, and with a a full – pop the pick. Exactly, with a full contact situation. And I think if anything else, I think preseason assists with that to some degree. Now, some people will say, well, you should keep out your vets, this, that, and the third. Well, I think that vets should get somewhat of, uh, well, in my opinion, a few reps, uh, especially in preseason, Mm -hmm. just so they can readjust to game speed. You know what I mean? And I can uh, can speak more to that um, going into our game, but for the most part, I think that they may, if anything, reduce preseason to maybe two games. But again, I think more or less it, it's it's resting on two factors: one, COVID; two, injuries. And I think that the league is going to play close attention to both of those factors to make the determination make the determination on next season.
0: Yeah. So I I largely agree with that. And then also another uh, point to that is think about all the the bubble guys, right? Oh, for Brad. sure i forgot about you that know point. either yeah late late round picks or un- undrafted guys and they're trying to make a roster mm-hmm. preseason is is really their their bread and butter for sure yeah of course they like to shine in camp things like that but um to be able to be put into a game situation like you said going against a different team um think about it, if you're on defense and your job is to get after the quarterback you can only get so close to that yellow jersey for sure um So, yeah, so preseason is is, is definitely where they're going to go. I mean, we all know the the usual song and dance, right? Game one, your starters will usually play for the first quarter. Game two, they don't play a whole lot. Um, Game three is usually the dress rehearsal, so they'll typically play the first half. Half game four, they're basically really not in there. Um, So that leaves all those quarters to – you know, second, third stream guys to guys who are trying to make the team. Um, not only that, but to put stuff on film to where if they get released from their team, they can get hopefully picked up by a different team. So I think there's many benefits to preseason. I personally don't think it needs to be four games, but, you know, I hope they go back to some sort of, you know, normalcy in that regard. Um, but I believe even all that stuff's governed by the CBA, which they just um, – renegotiated this past offseason I think so I believe they dropped it from 4 to 3 games I'm probably wrong I usually am but I will have to double check that but no I mean I think there's there's many added benefits to it like you said number 1 just going against a different opponent from a different team that y- it it's full live right. you know For sure. you're you're going um at it so yeah and it, it like you said as far as the veterans being able to kind of say, ah, this is what game speed is like. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, 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 there's tons of added benefits. Now, I just was um, curious about that. I'd heard, I can't remember who it was, so I won't quote him, but I heard somebody, I think it was a beat reporter or one of the national guys, had said, you know, I wonder, you know, kind of how it'll play out going forward as far as mm-hmm. um, preseason is concerned. And then the second question, which I've heard mixed reviews that I have for you is, Watching whichever games you ended up watching, um, seeing like no fans in the stands, how was that? Did you notice it? Did you really not notice it? Like what what was your take on it?
1: So another two things. I get them trying to superimpose like crowd noise into the game. But if you're going to do that, make sure the crowd noise matches the situation on the field. Because it it came off mad awkward and mad like mad weird, like mad like, madden 2001 ish like i was just like what is going on um but one thing that i did notice and did pick up from the game itself you heard the players a lot more and and Mm -hmm. and their outcries and the battle cries and stuff like that but you also heard hits hurt hits like felt (laughs) especially if you got like a subwoofer on the floor next to your tv like you felt that uh in every game that i watched (laughs) like like even in our game where um Haskins ran and scrambled, and then he dove, which should have been a penalty. And then he got oh, yeah, popped. Man. I thought he was dead, but it was one of those By things. all three guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like, if there's a lot of crowd noise, it doesn't sound that loud because they're comp- yeah. competing noises. But versus like COVID situation right now, I thought he was dead. So yeah, <laughs> it's just stuff like that where you're just like, okay, you got you got to fix the crowd noise situation. But also, I think that you know I love the fact that I can hear like louder pops from people getting leveled
0: yeah no, no no for sure yeah so my take on it was and i think it's because i've been watching baseball since it came back uh-huh. where i've just gotten used to not watching the crowds mm-hmm. um now i'll tell you i grew to like the noise in the baseball stadiums mm-hmm. well because it, it just sounds like chatter right? right like there's not a ton of cheering in baseball Obviously if somebody gets a big hit or a big out, you know, there's there's that. But, you know, like with football, it just seems to be like constant cheering. But the one thing I noticed in a lot of the games, take the away team. If they made a play, you heard crowd noise mm-hmm. and at first because our game was at one, so I watched our game, so I thought, oh, okay, somebody's doing a bit because, you know, the joke is we really don't have home field advantage because it's typically a ton of the opposing team's fans. Right, so, right. like, last year, if you guys would have caught a pass and scored a touchdown, you would hear a ton of cheering, right? You'd be like, wait a minute, are they playing at Philly or are they playing at Washington? Right. So I thought they were doing a bit. But then I saw some of the other games, and just like you said, sometimes the, the crowd noise didn't match up with the situation. Um, they would either just start booing too early or – the cheers would come in late or like super early. It, yeah, it's just, Some of it was awkward, but I I did see, I guess it's NFL films went back over four years of crowd noise for every single stadium and every single game type of situation um, that would have occurred there to where I guess somehow that's how they're, whoever controls the crowd noise is supposed to know when to, you know, like pump stuff in or whatever, but I don't know. Um, but overall, no, I, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world. It's definitely better than just an empty, quiet stadium. Um, But then again, like I said, so I guess the second part to that is just the visual, right, of seeing no fans in the stands. Like, did that mess with you at all, or was it just kind of like, meh?
1: It didn't really mess. It didn't mess with me at all. It was just one of those things that I noticed, because at this point, football is football, man. And it's just one of those things, like, and especially with me being an educator, like, football gets you through that first half of the year and the fact that it's back and that it's legit and um there's just multiple games going on like it's a big deal um Mm -hmm. so it didn't bother me it was just something I noticed that I thought was funny and it it doesn't take away from the game at all but overall like I said uh it like I said I love the fact that I'm hearing you know people getting leveled a lot louder than they than I usually do, so.
0: Oh yeah, 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 because like you remember, just say you're watching a Monday Night Football game, yeah.
1: and Duke gets popped, and
0: you can really hear right. it, imagine, yeah, it's more amplified now, so yeah, that's that's the one thing I, I, I noticed as well. Also, um, yeah, for me, I think it was all of two minutes that I realized that there really wasn't fans, right. but I think that the camera crews did a pretty good job of not really showing the fans, right now clearly during kickoff you know because there's the big kick and then so the camera goes up and comes back down like you know so you're watching that part of it. but other than that i mean it it's 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 not that bad and then you look at the sidelines right with the players and coaches and 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 the personnel like so you'll see them so they cover up right like pretty much all that area you anyway. know so now for me it wasn't
1: bad you know it'd be a cool experiment at this point like what? to mic up since there's nobody there, like experiment mm-hmm. with the league and mic up not just one guy on each side, but like mic up like oh, yeah. four or five guys. You see what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. and then you know, just like in the XFL where they had that dialogue a little bit. I think those are there's certain things oh, that you can right. glean from an environment like this, mm-hmm. or something that you can implement to improve the football game as a whole. Because one thing I mm-hmm. did love was, you know, when the offense was on the sideline after scoring, but there was a conversation about it. Like, that's one of those things where people want to get inside the heads of these players. Yes, they get it after the game, but why not during the game? So it's one of those things where I think they can do a little bit more to improve football within this environment. Even though there are no fans, I think there's some things that they can also implement as well.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's a good point I didn't even think of either. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's shift gears and give the people what they want. They want to know who scored what, who won. Let's go. let's go over that now Mm -hmm. um i'll just run down the list real quick if that's cool let's go um so i got chargers over the Bengals 16 13 yes sir cardinals over san francisco 24 20 saints over the bucks 34 23 rams over the cowboys 2017 steelers over giants 26 16 titans over broncos 16 14 seahawks over to Falcons, 38 25. Patriots over the Dolphins, 21 11. Raiders over the Panthers, 34 30. Bears over the Lions, 27 23. Ravens over the Browns, 38 6. Jags over the Colts, 27 20. Um, Packers over the Vikings, 43 34. Washington over the Eagles, 27-17. Chiefs over Texans, 34-20. Bills over the Jets, 27-17. Now, out of all those games, which one, if if there were any, which one was a shocking, like, upset? Or, like, yeah, I guess that's just the way to pose a question.
1: Um, For me, I thought the Niners would have routed. The Cardinals. Um, mm-hmm. The Cardinals put up a good fight. Like, they did their thing. They won the game. Um, I think having D-Hop helped out a lot. I think Kyler Murray being in year two helped out a lot. Mm-hmm. And then just their scheme overall. Um, that's the that's one of the games that shocked me. But um, one of the, not necessarily an upset, but another game that shocked me was Chargers-Bengals. Like, I thought the Chargers would have yes. ran away with that bad boy. Nah, that mm-hmm. bad boy was close. Yes. Like, they were fighting. Like, it was It was a really good game. So, I mean, low-scoring defensive, obviously, but Joe Burrow looked good. No, that, that man was scrambling, running for his life, but that man was getting yards. And honestly, he looks faster than I remember. Like, I remember yeah. him having wheels, but I'm just like – like, on an NFL field, I'm like, no, this kid has wheels, Mm-hmm. Like you, got, you gotta pay attention to that. So um, that was yeah. another game that I was thinking about.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So same here. San Francisco to me was uh, the shocking one, right? right? Um, you know, they were just in the Super Bowl. Their defense was out of this world. Their offense was—I wouldn't call them electric. I call them serviceable for sure. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see them losing to the Cardinals. I thought they'd kind of run away with it. Not not Baltimore um, Cleveland style, but just kind of a convincing win, you know, maybe 31 to 20 type thing. But, um, no, I was, I was shocked. Um, it was, it was wild to see. And, and so talking about, you forgot who was fast. I forgot all about Kyler Murray, um, being that fast. But like you said, I think year two last year, it seemed like he ran for his life a lot. Right. Um, and he, comparatively he had, he had a pretty good year, but, um, just to see him, I think D Hop really added a whole different dynamic and element <laughs> sure. to that team that was evident week one. Wow. What did he get? Uh, Fifteen catches for hundred and fifty-two yards and a score, or something like that. I mean, so it just <laughs>
1: imagine having D Hop and Larry Fitz on the same squad. Two of the two, two receivers with the best hands in the league. One and two, one oh, and one yeah. a. You can't even say one and two, one and one a. No, yeah. So no, it's like. It's
0: I feel like. <laughs> it hasn't dropped a pass in forever. Right,
1: and Matt, like literally, like ma- imagine being a, a five ten quarterback with two of the best two receivers with the best hands in the league. You can't lose. Oh yeah, you're in a good situation. No. Oh yeah,
0: so. yeah, yeah. Um, another shocking one to me. Um, well, I I shouldn't say shocking. Well, okay, let me let me leave that there. I will say shocking, not in the fact that they lost, but how they played, and that would be the Buccaneers, right? Right. Um, I. I expected more Brady things than what Brady gave us. Sure. Now, clearly, there's going to be some timing issues, so that all kind of goes back to uh, preseason, yes. right? So maybe had they had more live reps against another team, mm-hmm. even if it was just for a half and, and maybe a quarter um, total, I still think that gives them the idea of, okay, hey, you know, this is this is what we're going to do. This is what's on film. This is how we're going to clean this up. Right. Uh, I. Clearly, people jump on that train of this is it for Brady. See, you know he sucked week one, so it's it's all downhill from there. Blah blah blah. They've been saying that every year for the last what four or five years, mm-hmm. right? Um, it was shocking though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but shout out to the Saints, right? Oh, they, for they, sure. They that went out there did their thing. They were not laying down for nobody. That defense showed um, up, bro. They did. They they did. balled out. Um, yeah. Um. It sucks about Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. so I guess he's out for. Well, did did they say how long he's gonna be out? I didn't catch. Because it, So on it's on like it. a high ankle sprain, so it could be. I week think to that's week. typically four to six. Oh, weeks never mind. There you go. For yeah, for the high ankle sprain, so I don't know if they put him on the IR like Le'Veon Bell. They put him on the IR, for sure. so he's eligible after three weeks. Um, but no, that was just one thing that stuck out to me. Um, as far as. Tom Brady's thing I saw a a meme somebody said Tampa Bay got Tim Brady that was Um, was pretty funny I saw that one too so I was just kind of laughing there um Another game that I thought was pretty cool and, and I was flipping back and forth um between the NFL Red Zone and then our game uh was the Seahawks, right? So
1: Yes, that was a good one. Russell
0: Wilson, that just watching what I watched right. and then going back and kind of watching the highlights on NFL Network, ESPN, whatever, um, he he had a complete game. Like he I don't want to say it was like his best game that I've seen mm-hmm. him play in, but it just was like it was like flawless. It was a flawless game. And I mean, you see the weapons that he has and he utilized.
1: It's not fair. Like he, like it's like, (laughs) I I called this last, I called this last pod. I was like, yep. This is the team that everybody should be afraid of in the NFC. You have literally DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Josh Gordon and Chris Carson. And then you have a Russell Wilson. That is, that is beefed up like 12 pounds. Like have fun yeah. with that, yep. And then on top of that, got Jamal Adams on the back end of that defense. Like they are, right. they don't care right now. They're like, we're gonna <laughs> <the> break off. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. the, when yeah. granted, the Falcons still have Holy on a bunch of guys. They still put up twenty five points, but that's a lot to contend with, bro. For sure.
0: Uh, oh yeah. No, I think I think uh, week in and week out until the Seahawks prove otherwise, I think they're definitely um, should be favored. Um, let's see, just kind of going down the list. The Steelers surprisingly played well. They did. Um, they had they, they kind of started slow, right? They did. But, um, but I thought I thought they did well. Now, d- tip of the cap to uh, Danny Dimes. For uh, he, sure. He, he, he throw he throws a nice ball. Beautiful in. ball. Um he needs he needs more around him um yeah. i also think new uh what do you call it get my words together here new coach new system um a few new players things like that uh i think it's going to take some time i think the offenses or as far as their whoever their coordinator is or uh it's uh what's his nuts from uh jason garrett yeah i thought they would have had a better game plan for saquon yeah um as far as being able to utilize him, what did he, I mean, he didn't rush for anything. Um, right. And it was hard. I don't feel like the giants offensive line is really that good. It's not. Um, just, just kind of watching them because I don't feel like the Steelers front is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're good clearly. Right. Uh, With TJ Watt and, and, and some of those guys, but mm, yeah, I think a good offensive line, um, you know, can kind of, do a little bit better, but I mean, they just didn't really open up many holes from, from what I saw. Yeah, and maybe that was it, evident, you know, as, as, as far as why Saquon didn't. For sure. Really...
1: Um, he had a net six yards, bro.
0: Yeah. That's what it was. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I just remember it was
1: something like ridiculous. Yeah, man. Like, and here's the thing I'll say this cause I mean, I'm a diehard Eagles fan, but going towards the future, based on what I saw from that game, the New York Giants have a lot to look forward to in the future. Like Danny Dimes is a, yeah. is a legit quarterback. He just needs time to learn that system. Mm-hmm. I think one more receiver, they'll be fine. And then on top of them fixing that uh, fixing that uh, what offensive line, their mm-hmm. defense is pretty good. Like don't get it twisted. Like that front four is nasty. Um Williams yeah. up there, that man is a problem. That man was getting in the backfield extra early. Um yeah. But yeah, I said maybe not this year, but next year and the year after, you're gonna have to start paying to the, paying attention to these giants again. Um, sure.
0: Yeah, 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 and I'll get more into that once we start talking about um, our game and then just kind of yeah. like our little divisional type stuff. But no, sure. I think you're absolutely right there. Um, just kind of going down the list. Nothing else was really
1: too crazy. One more thing. I mean, I ex- go ahead. The uh, the Packers game. Bro, we both picked <laughs> the Vikings in that thing because we're like, you know what? Yeah, we. We're did. like, you know what? Uh Yeah, I Kirk didn't know Cousins, what to
0: expect from. <laughs> right,
1: Kirk Cousins gonna pull this out, fam. No, yeah, Aaron Rod- I've never seen Aaron Rodgers that pissed off in my life. That yeah. man was that man was playing angry and throwing everything and the kitchen sink at the Vikings. It was disgusting. I was like, this yeah. man has. This man is on a mission. I feel bad if you're on the Packers schedule. He does not care.
0: Right. Well, yeah, and I think he kind of alluded to that, right? Right. Um, and and also too, it seems like he's kind of. Turned a new leaf as far as his personality. A little and, bit, and yeah. It it's like, yeah, you see him kind of smiling and, and and interacting and and things like that. Right. So I mean, it was it was it was pretty cool to see. Again, I mean, I didn't catch the whole game, but I saw parts of it between flipping um, back and forth For sure. and all that stuff. But I mean, no, he was he was playing with a purpose. That I man is angry, and, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, wow. Um, For sure. Yeah, like I said, pretty much everything else. um was where it was. Yeah. I did end up falling asleep after the second half of the Titans Broncos game. Cause it just was so late Yeah, for um, sure. But I did like what I saw out of, um, basically both teams really. Mm-hmm. Um, now the score, it was just like a lower score. So I don't know again, whatever ended up happening to that second half. Um, whether it was just more on the offense, just kind of not doing well, or if it was just a defensive standoff, mm-hmm. but, um, uh what's the quarterback Drew Lock I thought yeah. I thought he played solid um mm-hmm. from from what I saw um to me there was definitely a progression there from last year to this year so um mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing again more more of him um he's he's a likeable guy to me um I was well I think you would clearly say too we were excited about the Rams Cowboys Oh for game. sure dude yeah. for sure
1: we <laughs> got we got a, we got a yeah. couple of gems for that one
0: yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, so that was the week one scores. Um, there you have it it's in the yeah. books. There was a lot that I picked that I got wrong. Um, Both sides,
1: bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like I,
0: hey, it is what it is. It is, is what but it I was is. Happy. It was. It was football. It was real. It was legit. Yes, sir. Um, it was fun. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and get into um our game, Washington versus the eagles so you guys came to our house yeah and we lost uh, and there was a game yeah
1: that's um, what it is we lost um, yeah. um that hasn't happened in what three seasons um
0: yeah you guys have beat us for the me last six times
1: last six times so i'm gonna say it straight on out i've been the biggest like fan slash supporter of Carson Wentz since he's been an eagle Mm -hmm. but he lost that game for us you know we were texting back and forth through that game and saying and I was yeah it's this yeah it's that looking back through the highlights and the actual game and the Mm -hmm. fact that Jack Driscoll did go out um we did have to put Jordan Milata in there um the offensive line didn't do well, but they also weren't terrible. The biggest mm-hmm. issue that I had with that entire game was Carson Wentz holding on to the ball too long mm-hmm. and then completely blowing timing routes. Like, But then again, there was no preseason, developing chemistry, things like that, but he threw mm-hmm. two picks off of that. Not mm-hmm. only that, um, Carson Wentz has – the most fumbles of any quarterback since since his entrance into the league he's got like 18 that's unheard of it's yeah because it's like again in my opinion he he holds on to the ball too long not only that Uh it's like he can do amazing things with the football don't get me wrong like this dude this dude can duck dive and dodge with the best of them like this dude just came out of the dodgeball movie you feel me (laughs) Like, but at the same time, when you know you have an offensive line that's missing legit two to three starters, your first thought should be to get the ball out in two and a half seconds. And he was patting the ball, trying to scramble, trying to make something happen. And I think this is my biggest criticism of him. He needs to throw the ball away because there were a couple of times we're in field goal range and he gets sacked. And then it's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you know when he was trying to connect with uh, Quez Watkins a few times, um, and no, I'm sorry, not Quez. It was um, John Hightower, where the ball should have been out before he broke, and the ball oh, yeah. was late, and your dudes jumped the route twice. Right. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. I think I'll I'll put it to you like this. I, I I'll I'll split the I'll split the loss between Doug Peterson because he's the play caller and Carson Wentz. I'm calling it 60-40. 60% Carson Wentz, 40% Doug Peterson. Because I think they got so caught up partially in last year's game tape and what Deshaun Jackson did and said, hey, mm-hmm. we could do the same thing with Jalen Reagan. We're just going to throw bombs. Like right before the half, right? Where they yeah. where they used our, we burned our timeouts. We're like, man, we could throw a couple of bombs and we, we Gucci. They they threw what? Two, three straight bombs and Carson Wentz missed on all three. of them. Mm-hmm. And I think by that point, you know, I'm thinking, what are you guys doing? They, they just scored. Go into the half, you know, make your adjustments and come out and, and, and do damage. No, they kept the same game plan of trying to throw bombs. They kept the same camp game plan of not running the football, first of all. If you look at the Eagles statistically, right, since Carson Wentz has been on the team, mm-hmm. when do we win? We win when Carson Wentz is not throwing the ball 30, 35 times a freaking game right
0: right which i mean is a tough ask for almost anybody
1: for anybody and guess how many times we ran the football man 15 16 times boston scott is a problem like you can you can give him you can carry the load Corey clement the man's man's a super bowl champion he had over 100 yards in the super bowl (laughs) and like a touchdown what Mm -hmm. are you doing why did you go away from the run game trust your guys like we are and i'm not making excuses about our offensive line or or our team for that matter, because guess what? Our mantra since the Super Bowl or leading up to the Super Bowl has been what? Next man up, right?
0: Next man so
1: up, right. you really – I'm not – no, injuries aside, forget all that. Carson Wentz blew the game. We had a solid pocket most of the game. He held the ball too long. Um, he didn't make correct reads and decisions. Granted, we did put up 17 – I don't know if it was the necessarily the play calling or Carson Wentz was just trying to spread the ball around. But get the ball in the hands of Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. That was your bread and butter in the first half. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, Zach Ertz did give up. He did screw up at the end of the game where he dropped that pass, what was it, on fourth and long, and it hit him yeah. in the hands? Whatnot. Right. But the game in my opinion, the game was over at that point because Carson Wentz gave your defense confidence. He right. threw those two picks when he was getting sacked. Cause we, I mean, we jumped out of the gate on you guys and it, it looked like the, it was all she wrote up until damn near the end of the first half and they went away from what's working i'm like what are you guys doing and then like i said like i predicted in the last podcast i was like look man they're going to do it they were going to do exactly what the rams did to the cowboys and they went they didn't do any of that they didn't mm-hmm. screen well they didn't they didn't do play action too well they didn't run the balls effectively as i thought they were going to do it was a hot mess. Like, overall, here's, the, here's my biggest positive from the game, because I'm talking a lot of negatives. Our defense, going forward, is going to be a problem. Um, mm-hmm. They held out as long as they could. When you're gassed, you're gassed. Um, our defense was the number one total defense after week one. Granted, it is week one. It is week one. But I still put a lot of stock into divisional games because it's, it's, it's that much more important. You know, that's mm-hmm. the difference between being in the playoffs and going home. Um, we were the number one total defense after week one, only allowing 239 yards and 3.4 yards per play on average. That's a big deal. That means that on the based on last year and what we've so far, because it's only week one, granted, we've made a lot of improvements on defense. And then a lot of our guys – that we've drafted, that we've cultivated from the practice squad, are starting to step up. Mm-hmm. Um, sweat's a problem, dude, off the edge, and um, we don't. And Brandon Graham, he went out of the game with a concussion. Like we have guys that people have not heard of that have played very well. Big play slate problem. Avante Maddox, um, even Jalen Mills at safety. People are like, oh, all right, I'm off this that, in the 30s." terrible." no. Jalen Mills was. I mean, he played safety at LSU. He was between. It was like a hybrid safety slash cornerback. In my mm-hmm. opinion, that's his natural, that this is natural position. He likes to hit people. He's not as fast. He bites on double moves, but he can, he can help out in the back end. Um, mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox did very well. Um, Hargrave did very, very well. Malik Jackson problem. So our defense. Is... That's my biggest mm-hmm. takeaway. So. All
0: right. Yeah. So there was, so there was a few things, right. Um, yeah, you guys you guys jumped out early. Um our our defense was just getting got. So I remember looking over <laughs> to Chrissy and I said, Man, it's gonna be a long day. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's just it's just what it was. Um even even my buddy, uh, Ron, he's he's Eagles fan up in Jersey. He texted sure. me and he was like man, do you think it should be Haskins or should it be Smith? You know, Haskins not doing too good, blah, 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 whatever, you know? And, and I'm, I'm not one, I don't typically get upset like, right. you know, at my friends during the game. No. And so I said, no, I said, I, I I think Haskins is the guy. Oh, he definitely um, is dude. You know, I was like, it's going to take time, a whole nother offense. You got some different players in there. Um, you know, so I I was like, I'm not, I'm not too concerned. Um, but the one thing I did notice, so yeah, you guys were you guys were getting us with the tight ends. Now, had that have been last year or any previous year, especially under Jay Gruden, um, they don't make adjustments. They don't make in-game adjustments. They don't make halftime adjustments. Right. Um, but you have Jack Del Rio running that defense. For sure. They, They did make adjustments rather quickly, and if you go back and you look at it, at first when they were going with the two safeties up top, they were getting got right by your tight ends. Then we allocated a third over the top, which then started to change that. Um, So some of it, yes, I I would say is Wentz, but some of it we were able to just cover your guys, so he almost didn't really have anywhere to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And then our defensive front started to get home. play play as advertised basically right Mm -hmm. some of it yeah i'll definitely like tip the cap to the fact that you guys have injuries along your your offensive line um but i am must excuse me i'm much like you like last year right last year and the year before most of our offensive line was just patchwork um I, i believe it was two years ago or three years ago um we had the most offensive line combinations that whole year um but I've never been a fan of making an excuse for that last year. Right. You know, we didn't have Trent Williams. He decided not to show up. Um, so we brought Donald Penn out of retirement um, and just kind of worked with what we had. And, I mean, our offensive line even this year um, is looking like it's, it's going to be an issue. Um, so I've always just rolled with it because it's a simple thing of – you're paid to do a job. Absolutely. Right? And then not not only that, nobody else in the league is going to feel sorry for nope. you. Nobody's going to make excuses for you, mm-hmm. right? Oh, the reason you guys went 3-13 is because you didn't have a good offensive line. No, to hell with that. Um, but – um, I was impressed Clearly with what I saw to Chase Young uh, sure. They moved him around Quite a bit They brought Kerrigan in yep. On some situations um, And shout out To Ryan Kerrigan He had two sacks In the game yep. Which put his Total sack numbers um, At 93 So he now holds The Washington Football team record um, Surpassing Dexter Manley With 91 That's So now deal. Ryan Kerrigan Has 93 Yeah So that was awesome um, Let's see what else Sweat looked um, Pretty good yeah um, I believe Ryan Kerrigan, was he the defensive player of the week, I believe? I think he was. And Chase Young, I think, was nominated for rookie of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I thought I thought it was encouraging. I thought those guys did pretty good. Um, I would say Ronald Darby pissed me off early in the game. Yeah. Remember, I text you. I was like, cut him. Um, Yo,
1: Jalen, first <laughs> off, I'm sorry. I forgot to talk Go about that. No, no, no. Like, Go ahead. Jalen Rager's a problem, dude. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he is as advertised. Like, that kid is a burner. But, like I said, you got to use him correctly. He, he's more than just a burner, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, 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 I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got to, as I call it, rigor happy. They know he has speed, and I feel like they try to use that too much, but... I think in key for situations, sure. going yeah, I think in key situations for you guys going forward. Uh, once everything kind of settles down, everybody's you know comfortable getting in the flow of the season. I think between him and Djax, once they figure that out with your two tight ends over. and a good running back, like I don't understand even with a, a crappy offensive line, you can run so much misdirection. You can get Carson out on the edge. Um, you can even have a a, a decent run game and and that's the thing like your running back doesn't have to go for a hundred every game because if you think back since adrian peterson was on our team there's times he would run for 60 something yards but they were like key yards you know what i mean whether it's picking up a first down to extend a drive now you're wearing out a defense um and then you're getting it done you're dinking and dunking you hit a home run over the top here and there but your 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 two tight ends are you're saving grace especially you guys can run quick slants yep. cuz you guys have fast enough people you get them right behind that you know right behind the linebackers especially if your run game is good you know what i mean cuz you're going to get teams trying to stack the box but you guys have weapons in the sense of okay you can go ahead and stack the box but i'm going to hit you over the top right. you know so i wouldn't worry about it too much week 1 just like i'm not overly hyped about our team winning am i excited yeah we haven't i i don't think we've won a home opener um since 2011 right so so for us it's different right but um i was happy because well for many things ryan kerrigan got the record for our team uh coach rivera especially with all that he's dealing with uh he just started chemo last week um he had to get an iv during half um so to get the win for him is his first game coaching our team. Um, but you can just tell like the tempo and the attitude is different, um, with this coaching staff. And this is honestly what good coaching does. Right. Mm -hmm. I think they put, they put their guys in the best situation to, to excel. Um, making adjustments at halftime for sure um like I said even even at times um our offense I saw a different tempo Mm -hmm. um I thought they were getting to the line pretty quickly getting that ball off uh they played more discipline I don't even think there was a false start um whereas in years past you know Mm -hmm. we were good for at least three a game um so so there were some promising things now Dwayne I thought he tried to force a few balls Mm -hmm. in there like gun them in there which ended up in the dirt. I think he's got to work on his windows. He can't fit it into everything. He's lucky the ball wasn't um, picked off. There was a few times there where I thought, you know, he was going to throw an interception. Um, The run game, I I I was kind of hoping they would have got Gibson involved more than Barber, uh, but it's going to be a running back by committee type thing. So um, maybe next week the hot hand is him. Uh, We'll see going forward. But um, I think they could have done a lot more to get – um Haskins going yeah. um especially in the first half right um I didn't predict them to just run the ball like it mm-hmm. was it two or three straight times um to me you can run those quick slants because you have Terry right you can you can get Haskins out on the edge like let him roll out you know fake the handoff bootleg type stuff get him out on the edge hit Logan Thomas our tight end coming across the middle or a nice little out route just something quick getting people moving um I thought they could have done that. Honestly, too. I think Haskins can run a little more. No, he's not gonna burn, blow people away with his speed, right? But I think he's fast enough yeah. to to pick up, say, four or five yards and and then slide and get down to pick up a first down or right. to get out of bounds right. or, or something like that. So um, again, week one, I didn't put too much stock into it. I think I kind of alluded to it last week. I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of the offense, uh, more excited to see what the defense can do. The defense played well. I think our secondary is going to be a liability mm-hmm. um, and they should not rely on the pass rush. Um, but again, I think, I think they'll come around. We got a bunch of young guys yeah, you do. Um, in our secondary. Um, I, w- I, I have to go back and, and, and really watch Troy Apke. Mm-hmm. He's our other safety mm-hmm. um, that was playing opposite of Landon Collins. Um, he's got great speed, but I feel like he can get burned. That touchdown, was it – who who was the tight end that had that long touchdown? Was that Ertz?
1: No, that was Dallas Goddard that got that. God yeah, because he had yeah. that long drag route across. and That's what it yep. was.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if it was a blown assignment. To me, it had to be a blown assignment right. somewhere. And I thought that that was Apke um, back there that should have been in better position. So, right. again, I don't know if it was these guys taking themselves out of position mm-hmm. or, or what. So I look for them to kind of clean that up a little for bit. Sure. Um, but I'll get a little bit more into that when I talk about us playing the Cardinals next week because I don't think it's going to go well for our team. Um, But, no, overall, um, I was satisfied with the defense. Absolutely. Would have liked a little more out of the offense. What I did like, we converted points off of those turnovers, um, which is something that that our team just hadn't done before. So um, shout-out to the defense for basically giving us short field. Um, I would like to see longer – Offensive drives to give our defense that that rest. Now, I will say we have a ton of rotation on that front, right? Because you have, obviously, everybody knows Deron Payne, um, uh, Jonathan Allen, um, uh, Matt Ionitis, You have Sweat. You have Chase Young. Then you're going to rotate in Kerrigan, uh, Ryan Anderson. And then there's Tim Settle that will come in and spell either um, uh, Jonathan Allen or – Durant, on pain. Um, so we do have the depth, which can keep guys fresh. Um, but again, you don't want to just grind your own defense down by not being able to move the ball. So, uh, again, I mean, it, it was encouraging. Um, I don't know how many games we'll win this year, uh, to be honest, but it was still fun. Um, in the moment, obviously, like you said, divisional games are huge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you only get so many and I do feel like, especially in our division, it. it, it it matters uh, everything in the world um, And it usually comes down to You know Who who has the most divisional wins right. um, Especially with us But yeah I mean that was That was our um, Our game week one Again I think you guys will be fine um, Going forward Yeah I think uh, going into next week
1: know. I think we'll be more pissed off But I'll talk about that later But one final thing I can say about your team Is the fact that It's a like, guy I, I hate to say this for everybody who you've had before, but since the Shanahan era, you guys have real professional coaches that know how to change a culture, period. And that's exactly what happened in that game. Um, They even talked about Haskins going in at halftime and having that speech and said, hey, we're, we're still in this, we can win this thing. And that's exactly what happened. Like I said, you guys have proven top tier coaches now that know how to get guys going and they're leaders of men and they can win games. So, even though I'm not an Eagles fan, I'm really I'm pulling for Ron Rivera just because he came he's Not from, a Washington I'm fan. I'm sorry. Washington I'm not a Washington fan, my fault. And <laughs> I uh you know Ron Rivera is a head coach. He came from the Andy retreat. I have no nothing but respect for this guy and you know based on his situation what he's going through, I'm actually pulling for him and oh, hopefully yeah. you guys can do something and uh you know, it'll be us two battling for you know those playoff spots, but that's what I came. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we put a bow on week one. Yes, sir. now. Let's get into news and notes from our respective teams before we get into uh, week two pickems, and then we'll just for the interest of time, we'll just kind of quickly preview our. Our two teams, um, mm-hmm. you guys have – what do you guys have this week? The Rams. We got the Rams. And then we have the Cardinals. So I'll just quickly kind of yeah. go over that. Uh, basically, I'll just do a quick like keys to victory. Right. Um, but, yeah, so what's going on out of the Eagles camp?
1: So there's not too much going on. Um, everybody was freaking out, um, primarily over Carson Wentz's bad game. And, you know, people were saying things. In my opinion, I think – That he was trying to do too much too quickly. Yes, he held on the ball too long. He was, he was doing more than he needed to. He got away from that winning formula that got us into the playoffs last year. But in my opinion, he's going to reflect. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. On top of all that, um, within the injury report, they rested Cox. um, Brandon Graham's in concussion protocol because of that. uh, He got his bell rung last game. Djax didn't really practice much. He's on rest and they actually have that man on a pitch count or a play count because they need this man for the back end of the season. Um, Alshon is still um, nursing that foot injury, that Liz Frank injury, but he's working his way back. He's actually listed as questionable for this week. So he's, in my opinion, he's getting better. Javon Hargrave was limited. Um, Peters was limited, obviously. Barnett will be back. Lane Johnson will be back. And Miles Sanders will be back. So our offense is going to look, in my opinion, totally different. Um, Mm -hmm. definitely Lane Johnson buys us more time in the pocket. Um, so Carson Wentz should be more settled and make better decisions, hopefully. But, um, overall, I think that we'll have a better week, but I'll get into that when we actually talk about the team breakdown, but that's, that's my news coming out of Philly.
0: All right. Um, not a whole lot out of Washington. Um, just preparing for the Cardinals. Um, I do know that... Um. Let's see Kendall Fuller was back in practice um, Cole Holcomb, our linebacker um, He was on the injury report this week um, But uh, let's see I had it written down Hang on Davis, our other linebacker, he was out last week. Yeah. So he's, um, he was practicing today. Um, it didn't seem like there was many limitations. Like I'm looking now. I didn't see anything. Um, Mm. that was it really. Um, other than that, it's just preparing. I know Kyle Allen was running scout team. You know, he's fast, but clearly he's no Kyler Murray. um, no, that's it. Uh there was the rumor which you and I were talking about, I think it was last night. Um um uh, what's the guy out of Chicago? Um Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson. And Odell Beckham Junior. So it was reported that um and the only reason Marcus and I are talking about this is because we both 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 teams have been reporting that Allen Robinson could likely land in Washington or, or, or Philly. Um, but, yeah, so I guess the initial report was Allen Robinson was requesting a trade um, from the Bears because he felt disrespected as far as their contract negotiation for an extension. Um, then his agent put out a statement, I think it was last night or the night before, saying, no, he wasn't asking for a trade, whatever. Um I don't know. I always say where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, whether he ends up in Philadelphia or he ends up in Washington is anybody's guess. But, um, if I'm Washington, I'm not necessarily giving up the farm to get him because he will be a free agent after this year. Um, then with Odell, it always seems to just pop up early in the season. Correct me if I'm wrong that he's always either telling a coach, come get him or, you know that there's some rumor that he's going to be traded. So, um either way, I would um welcome either one of them with open arms because we we definitely need to get uh scary Terry a friend that <laughs> that isn't that's an actual threat. Yeah. Uh, Muhammad Sanu signed a one-year deal in San Francisco, so he's not going to come to Washington. Nor was he really ever rumored um to come there, but um you're just looking at pass catchers and I mean we We definitely need another, like, either a number one or 1A or, like, a legit number two. Um, You know, because I think week in and week out, Terry's going (sighs) to – Terry's pretty much just going to get shut down. Um, But back to the the news and notes type thing. Um, Now, I mean, that's really it. We came out of that game pretty much unscathed. Hopefully, like I said, we can get Fuller back next week. I think that will help. Oh, for sure. You know, so – yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man.
1: Okay, for sure. Um, All right. So, did you want to get into matchups or just week two games overall first?
0: Mm, let's do this. Let's go. Let's do the pickums right? right for for week two. For sure. Then um, go ahead and give us your keys to victory for your Eagles over the Rams, and then I'll do the same for us over the Cardinals. Uh, whether you predict them to win or lose either way whatever sure. um so let's start with thursday's game which is tomorrow yes, um and side note that's what i love man the nfl it's like yeah you it's thursday uh-huh. and then it's sunday monday and then like my weeks feel like they're gonna start going faster now because then it's just a few days off and then boom you're back into it so um tomorrow thursday prime time bangles at browns who do you got
1: i have i'm gonna take the browns in this situation i think that star-studded defense is going to put burrow in check um and that offense i mean they still got guys like joe mixon and uh um, aj green and things like that and Mm -hmm. i think they're they're playing hungry but i think that defense is gonna step up enough to where that's not even gonna matter um also, I think – I mean, Odell and uh, Jarvis Landry um, and Joku, all those guys, all
0: mm-hmm.
1: I honestly – I think it's going to be relatively close within seven to ten points, but I think the Browns are going to pull this one out.
0: Well, I think Njoku's on the IR. isn't uh, that Oh, that that's that right.
1: Hurt? I think, yeah, you're right. My fault. So, aside, yeah, but I mean, aside from him, yeah. I think uh, overall it's a, it's a Browns game to – they're definitely going to get this W.
0: Okay. All right. Well. All right. So you think they're gonna finally put it together? I'm gonna go Bengals uh-huh. with this one. Um, I did like what I saw out of Joe Burrow. Um, I don't like what I'm seeing out of the Browns offense. Um, so again, until they show me otherwise that they can hang with and or beat teams, um, I'm gonna go with the Bengals with this one for sure. Uh, Next up,
1: go ahead. No, you're good. No, you good.
0: Next up, we have Giants versus the Bears. So Giants will be in Chicago.
1: Ooh, this is a tough one, man. This can go either way. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Giants in this one. I think this will be their first one of the season. Um, I think think Danny Dimes will continue to adjust to his new system, verbiage, everything. Um, They got three decent receivers. Um, and, uh, and, and Tate They got um, Sterling Shepard And then they have um, What's the other guy's name uh, uh, Slayton And then they have um, Evan Ingram too At tight end And yeah. then on top of that They have Saquon Barkley Like yeah I mean well, How many games Are you really gonna hold Saquon Barkley To a net six yards Very few <laughs> yeah. And let's, yeah. be, let's be mindful This is the Bears And they don't do well With, with decent front fours and the Giants have a pretty good one. So I'm going Giants in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 also gonna pick the Giants. I think this is the week they they get right, get on the board with a W. Um I think, like you said, they'll find a way to get Saquon that ball. Um, whether it's out in space or whether he's able to just run. Um but yeah, I I, I think this is their week. Next up, um the Rams at Philadelphia.
1: So I'm going to go ahead and go Philly just because I feel like Carson Wentz is going to go into this game pissed off. Um, He knows, I mean, people say, oh, I don't pay attention to social media. I don't pay attention to the media. This is Philly we're talking about. How can he not walk down the street and get like screamed at from, you know what I mean? By Philly (laughs) fans and be like, Hey man, do better. Where's Hertz at type situation. Um, Even though like that'll never happen, a paring injury. But I think he will go into this game pissed off. I think having Lane Johnson and uh, Miles Sanders back is going to help out uh, without getting too Mm -hmm. deep because we're going to talk about this again later. Also, I think we're one of, if not the only team, one of very few teams to beat the Rams every time we've played them since Sean McVay has taken over. Because we've played Mm -hmm. them for the past three, well, in my opinion, I think four years in a row, and we've beaten them every single time. I think we're one of those teams that we just know how to play and, and, and counter what Sean McVay likes to do. And our, like I said, in the last segment, our defense is pretty good, but, um, we still got to pay attention to the secondary, but overall, I think the Eagles are going to take this one. It'll be close. I don't think it's going to be a runaway thing, but I think we can get this one.
0: All right. Yeah. So I'm going to also pick Philadelphia and here's why. Um, I- I just really haven't seen enough consistently out of the Rams offense. Right. And that goes back to last year. Right. Um, I feel like they, they could play better, especially with the offensive mind like, um, uh, McVay. But I mean, I don't know. I give you guys a slight edge cause you're at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously at home means not a whole lot now, like with no fans, but I mean at home, meaning you don't have to travel. The Rams are going to come across the country. um, yeah, I think you guys will have your hands full uh, when it comes to Aaron Donald. Bruh. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Remember when he did that Zeke Elliott last week? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I mean, he he tossed that dude like it meant nothing. Like
1: It was horrible.
0: I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. But I think he's going to do that to teams week in and week, week out. out. Don't matter. So, I mean, you're going to clearly have to know where he's at. Um, you're going to have to know where Jalen Ramsey is at um but i think you guys have enough on offense to kind of sneak in and around that defense to move the ball down the field um and get it done so yeah i i give you guys a slight edge um over that but i think this is the week philly gets on the board as well sure. all right next up we're going falcons cowboys so the falcons will be going to dallas who do you got
1: i also call the dallas winning this one as well um mm. i think Dak's ability to scramble. Um, I think they'll get CeeDee Lamb more involved. I think they're slowly working him in mm-hmm. to the system. Um, Amari Cooper, um, still a problem. You still have uh, Gallup. They don't have Jarwin, which will be yeah. an issue.
0: Torn ACL. Right. He's
1: done. They won't have Vander Esch. He's, he's going to be out.
0: Collarbone issue. So he just had surgery.
1: Those are two key positions where they're going to need help. Um, if the Falcons do win, it'll be based off their run game. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I think the Cowboys will, will definitely take this one. I think there's just too much of a decent receiving core for them not to win.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay, so here's, here's, here's what I'm doing. I initially thought Cowboys, right? right? But seeing as the Falcons put up 25 points um, against the Seahawks, I'm going to actually go Falcons mm. as long as they can put together that performance yes. reason being, I think the Dallas defense showed the other day that they're not a shutdown type of defense. They have a few players that you have to be aware of, but you can ISO those guys, double team them um, and pretty much go around them. Um, Vander Esch being out, I think is huge, right? I mean, he's, he's, skilled beyond belief he's smart he puts himself plus other players in the right position um i'm guessing sean lee's gonna step in grizzle vet often injured um i don't think i just i don't think they're gonna get it done on defense now having said that this could be the week dak and them put everything together offensively and roll but until they show me um i'll go with falcons with this one. Um, next up, Panthers at the Bucks. So Carolina's traveling to Tampa. Who do you
1: got? Here's the thing the Panthers are playing better than I thought they would. Yeah. Um, that defense isn't terrible, and the Bucks have yet to put it together completely. But mm-hmm. the last thing you want to show up in a game against is a pissed off Tom Brady. So I'm gonna to go to Bucks. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, I mean, you got Mike Evans, yeah. Chris Godwin. Um, they have Leonard Fournette back Gronk. there. Gronk. Yeah. I I'm going. I'm going Bucks in this situation. That I think. I mean, Game One was Game One for them, and I think they are literally in team meetings pissed off. So mm-hmm. I think they're gonna come out steaming mad, and yeah, on this
0: one. yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I think. Tom Brady's gonna clean up some of that stuff, uh whether that route on that first interception, yes. um was his fault. Evan's fault doesn't matter um i think I think they'll get that cleaned up. I think him and Gronk will get their timing back. um they have too many weapons on that offense to not lay it on people um so yeah, so I'll take bucks um I mean, I would like to see Teddy Bridgewater get his you know get himself a win. I just don't think it's gonna happen this week. Um, next up, I got. Let's see, 49ers are going to the Jets. Who do you got in that one?
1: Uh, Niners. Um, yeah. just because it's the Niners, and
0: especially Jets have no Le'Veon. No, yeah, a
1: good, which niners.
0: was a non-factor anyway. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't even think there's much to unpack there. No. Um. It's the Jets. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think Jets are going to go to zero and two. Yep. Um. Niners will win that one. Uh, let's see next up Denver goes to Pittsburgh who do you got Denver at Pittsburgh who do you got
1: I'm gonna go Pittsburgh I think that defense is hellacious and um that that offense is going to continue to roll um mm-hmm. who they have you could have got uh Hayden and uh and Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick back there like those Mm -hmm. guys are nasty that front four is disgusting um I feel bad for whoever has to play them this season like they look dangerous there's a reason why in fantasy they're like the number one defense um there's not much you can do so
0: yeah so I'm gonna go Steelers here too um I don't think Broncos offense has has enough to to beat them right um so yeah I think that's an easy one there Steelers next up I have uh, let's see Jacksonville at uh, Tennessee Tennessee Titans who do you got
1: here's the thing Minshew Chu definitely showed (laughs) up last week I mean, he, he, he played, he played very well. We only
0: have one, one incomplete pass,
1: right? This man is on a mission. He's channeling his inner uncle Rico and just throwing throwing (laughs) the ball over the mountains, bro. Like I didn't see this coming. That stash has a lot of powers in it. You know what I'm saying? Like it does, does. but in the end, these are the Titans. Their defense is a problem. They have a grown man among men and Derrick Henry and uh, I like what they're doing out there, so I'm gonna go with the Titans.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, I'm gonna go Titans as well. Um, yeah, I think this is the week the Minchuchu Chu train pulls into the station. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think he comes back down to earth. But watching that kid is fun. I'll tell you that. Um, all right, next up we have the Lions at Packers. Who do you got?
1: Aaron Rodgers. This man's pissed off. <laughs> they didn't get oh, yeah. this man a receiver, so he's going to use what he got and put up forty-five again. <laughs> like this, is, like like I, the last. The last. Honestly, there's very few quarterbacks that you don't want to play pissed off. The top two that yeah. come to mind are Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. There's just no. So yeah, um, they're they're definitely pulling this one out and they're putting up like another forty-five. I'm calling it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go Packers, and it's not even going to be close. Um, I just think the Lions got a lot of crap going on there. Um, so, yeah, well, next game. <laughs> Let's see. Bills at Dolphins. So, Buffalo down to Miami. Who do you got?
1: <laughs> Bills. <laughs> um, uh, what? Stefan Diggs, that defense. Um, what? Montgomery as a running back. They're just a problem out there. Um, I the Dolphins they're very close to putting it together I have to they say are, they're yes. very close but against the Bills and that type of defense like your game plan has to be tight and solid and you can't make any mistakes because they will jump routes they'll get in your mouth punch you in the mouth and then dare you to say something after the game so I'm going with the Bills <laughs> in this situation
0: <laughs> yeah I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Bills too for much of the same reasons right. um let's get into the next one Minnesota Vikings at Indianapolis Colts who do you got
1: um i think vikings bounce back in this one um i mean as much as i was like aside from my eagles i was a really big philip rivers fan out there you know and 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 living in the nostalgia with what he can do it, he's mm-hmm. he's past his prime he's a bridge guy and the vikings are looking to bounce back in a big way dalvin cook's a problem um yeah i got a jefferson young stud um vikings that's what i got.
0: Yeah, uh same here. I think the Vikings are gonna clean up a lot of stuff. Colts are dealing with some injuries. Yep. Um, I think um Vikings will get their first win this week. All right, next up, uh, Washington going out to Arizona. So the Washington football team against the Arizona Cardinals, who you got? I
1: think like I think that the Cardinals, like I said, they have two of the most shorthanded guys. Oh. Mm-hmm and all over the field like i like i texted you the other day like the little brother who stole the last drumstick from the kfc bucket of chicken um like this dude you can't catch him like he's like a little right. he's like a, he's, he's like, like a, a little, he's like a mini gingerbread man right he's like a little russell wilson fam like there's nothing you can do and not only that like i said he throws a pretty ball he's got he's got two great receivers um i'm going cardinals but not by much i think this will be a close game your defense is, um, is, is legit dude
0: yeah so I'm gonna also go with the cardinals uh with this one um I'll get into once we get done with this and and I kind of preview or break down the matchup I think um it can go either way but i'm I'm gonna go cardinals here um let's see Ravens Texans this is a good
1: one um I'm obviously until I'm proven otherwise I'm going ravens yeah um they're just there's just too much going on with that offense, and then the defense you've really got to be like you have to have a solid 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 offensive game plan um I think the team as far as the Texans um bill O'Brien's on his way out. I don't care any way you slice it, I think he's dismantled a decent. Mm-hmm team he's I think he's broken the trust of the players and I think Deshaun Watson as much as he tries and as much as he over tries in a lot of situations I still think he misses having D hop I mean he does keep complete passes to stills and things like that but it's not the same dude um even with their new running back like it's it's not the same um I think the Ravens are gonna smack these dudes
0: Yeah, um, I don't know how you stop the Ravens, right? Right. Um, Lamar, that was the one thing that I wanted to see out of him. Uh, Going forward with this season is to, like, pretty much, is he going to graduate to that next level of passer? So far last week he showed that he can do that. Um, I think he'll continue to progress. I don't see really much on the Texans defense that's going to slow him down, nor that entire offense. Yeah. Texans to me I think are going to implode at some point this year Mm -hmm. I think Bill O'Brien is a cancer I feel like he is the problem Mm -hmm. um I feel like um Deshaun Watson deserves better yep um and ultimately I think he gets better uh whether it's at the end of this year or if they blow um O'Brien out of there um at some point during the year like we did last year with Jay Gruden um I don't see the Texans riding this ship this year. No. Mm-mm. So I'm gonna go Ravens, and it's not gonna be close. Nope. All right. Next up, we have um, Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Los Angeles Chargers.
1: Chiefs are gonna route these dudes. What are you talking about? It's the Chiefs. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a problem. Aside from yeah. everybody else on that offense, the last thing this team needed was a running back. And what do they have now? a running back oh, that can catch passes out the backfield, invites contact, not runs away from it. No, he's hitting the hole, and then he's blowing up your safety, fam. He's going, yeah. he's going shoulder to shoulder with your linebacker, and he doesn't care. Why? Because he has a low center of gravity. This dude has Very legs low. This dude has legs like tree trunks, and he's doing exactly what he did at LSU. Um, yeah. And I don't even have to talk about the rest of that offense because we already know that they, they're going to do what they do. They're going to get theirs. Um, Travis Kelsey, um, what's his face? Um, Tyreek Hill. Um, who else is there? Sammy Watkins, they're gonna get Damn. theirs. And then on top Damn. of that, you got to worry about this running back. That that's like I said, that's all they needed in their offense. Their defense is gonna maintain. They're gonna. They're they're not as as potent as the offense is, but they're manageable. Right. So yeah. yeah, they're definitely gonna route these Chargers. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I don't see. I don't see the Chargers really slowing them down a bit. I mean, Pat Mahomes himself um, is. I mean, he, he makes it an unfair competitive advantage. Sure, And then you throw on top of that, the fresh Prince of Hilaire. <laughs> and then, you, you know, like that. the, <laughs> the other weapons, um, them, them dudes are going to be getting busy out in LA. SoFi stadium. We're going to have another game there. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a nice stadium. I mean, I could just watch games there <laughs> all, day. all day. Um, and yo, so they put up a graphic the other day, mm-hmm. uh, during the, Rams Cowboys game. Side note: I know, you know, the show's going off the rails here, but um, just of the last like few stadiums that had been built, right? And it was like one point, one point four billion, one point five billion. Da 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 da. The the <laughs> the stadium, uh, SoFi Stadium was like five billion. I was like, damn, five billion. But the one, yeah, but the one in um the the Raiders' new place um out in Vegas. I thought that would have been more it was 1.8 billion that's it i'm like i mean that's it you know it's relative
1: you know it's a nice stadium when reports come out that jerry jones was walking around that thing like in awe like this is a he
0: was impressed like this is a
1: beautiful stadium for sure
0: well, well well you know how it is yeah. like you build one and it's the leading edge it's the best of the best it, it i mean it's almost like a, a quarterback resetting the market right. right you know so jerry built jerry's world and then everybody else took what he did and then did it better right. because you know time goes on technology gets better sure. um, things of that nature but it, it was funny i was i was tweeting with another um, uh, Washington fans do Carl and we were talking about like because I had tweeted I'm like watching a game I'm like damn man like I just want nice things like, <laughs> we, like why can't we have like a nice stadium like the 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 crap in, in, in Landover Maryland FedEx feel that that stadium is trash right. like and and it's really not that old but it's still old at the same time yeah. but it, it's it's piss poor design as far as to get in and out of that stadium mm-hmm. is crappy. Um, the way they built these pillars that blocks off a, the view of a whole bunch of different seats and yeah. then all this other silliness. I mean, it was just terrible. Um, And they tried to like, you know, gentrify that place. But it, it, it's just it's just terrible. So anyway, so I had tweeted. I was like, man, I, I just want nice things. So he said, it's like everybody else running off of Wi-Fi with their nice stadiums. And we still got dial up and I was dying. Um, <laughs> It's like everybody got everybody got 5g and we got 3g so he he was you know so we were just 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 laughing about that but i'm just like man i can't wait until we finally get a new stadium because i mean our our stuff is just trash but um anyway so yeah i agree um chiefs over the chargers um the sunday night game uh, which to me is the game of the week for me. So, what I'm most interested in seeing, other than my team, is the Patriots at Seattle. Um, Bruh. I think. Sure. I think, it's a, man, um, this is gonna be
1: a game, man, because this is like, Cam right. and that offense. Stuff, that offense looks totally different. This is not a Patriots oh, offense. Oh yeah, it's like this no, is an no, offense no, 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 no. to what Cam is best. Um. Yeah. I'm still going Seahawks because I think that Seahawks defense has zero respect for any side of that ball because they're gonna pop you, they're gonna hit Cam and they don't care and they're gonna laugh in his face. On top of that, like you said, like we <laughs> talked about in the previous segment, Tyler Lockett, um, what's his face? Um DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf and Josh Gordon and Chris Carson. Yep. Um have fun with that.
0: Yeah. Um I'm also gonna go Seahawks. Um, again, I'm just, just excited to see the game. Um, I was, I was pleased with what I saw, right. um, out of Cam Newton, which is what I've been saying pretty much all off season. Um, I just, I just want him to do well. Sure. Um, so it was, it was cool to see, you know, remnants of the old Cam Newton. Yes, um, and he was actually having fun out he there. Was. Uh, and, and so, I mean, that's all you, that's all you want, right? Sure. You know, like he's, He's a good dude. Like, I don't right. care what people say about him. Yes, he dresses like our auntie, but it is it is what it is. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> but, auntie
1: but, Cam. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, you know, Auntie Auntie Cam.
0: No, but right. I think it's gonna be a good I think it's gonna be a good game, but ultimately Seahawks aren't gonna lose that one. Um no. But again, I'm just I'm just interested in seeing. It. I just think it'll be a fun game. So that's the Sunday night uh primetime game. Um, sure. So now let's finish off week two with the Monday night game um, Saints at Raiders. So we finally get to see the Raiders in their new stadium.
1: Here's my thing. I'm going to say this. Um, the Saints, the way that they played their first game, they should win this game. Um, but there's a lot of things I like about the Raiders. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Saints just because of what I saw last game. They're already clicking on all cylinders. Um, they, they did lose Thomas because of the high ankle sprain, but I think Alvin Kamara will be the focal point of that offense and what they do with Taysom Hill um, is also important yeah. with the scrambles and stuff. Um, leaning towards the Saints, man. I, think. But mm-hmm. that being, I, I wouldn't be surprised if stole this one um they have a, um Derek Carr is is not bad um like I said I'm a huge Hunter Renfro fan even though he doesn't get that many that many snaps um they still got their defense is legit um there was Henry Ruggs the third
0: special teams um run back yes he, he did Renfro? um
1: yeah. and Henry Henry Ruggs the third is one of their receivers now yeah. So I like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they stole this one. Jason Witten's out there. I didn't really see too much of what he was able to do. No. Uh. Uh-uh. But overall, like I said, I think this is a decent team. As long as they don't throw out the Aguilar, they'll be fine. Um, they could steal this one, but um, mm-hmm. you know, he'd be dropping babies. But, like, but overall like i said <laughs> that joke will never die um no, you have to you, you you have to go with the saints but I, like i said i wouldn't be surprised if the if the raiders stole it
0: yeah i think i think the raiders will be playing with a little swag oh that fresh uh, stadium with that mercedes benz logo yeah.
1: let's go <laughs> yeah fresh
0: fresh stadium uh it's going to have the new car smell a new new j smell right um you know uh so i think i think there going to be a little hype which, you know, rightfully so, uh, I, I would be too. It's like hosting a cookout at your brand new house. For you sure. Know, he's just excited. That's right. Um, Five burner grills, <laughs> <laughs> But I think the Saints are going to come marching in. Right. Um, I think they'll do just enough to get it done. Mm-hmm. Obviously not having um, uh, Thomas is going to be huge. For sure. Um, but, again, I think with Kamara and drew Brees just being as smart as he is um i think i think they'll get it done um but that one should be fun too like i said mostly i'm into the ambiance of the stadium um but yeah i mean either way it's monday night football excuse to drink during the week um you know just just like tomorrow night is excuse to drink during the week um (laughs) to watch the Bengals browns but yeah man so that is week two um in a nutshell now like I said, in the interest of time, let's go ahead and quickly give give the rundown of how or why the Eagles beat the Rams.
1: So what are, my, what are your keys to victory?: Right. So my biggest thing is that I think Doug Peterson and that offense went home embarrassed. Um, I gave this offense way more credit, as I should, uh, based on what they did last season. Because at the end of last season, I sat there and said, the Eagles have finally developed a mid-range passing game. Because Carson Wentz, coming out of North Dakota State, was literally like a deep ball, throwing bombs all over the place type of quarterback. But last season, he was four hmm. Well, you know, uh, rolling out in, into the hands of playmakers, his running backs, his is uh, uh, his Home Depot receivers outside of Greg Ward, because that man earned his <laughs> spot um, and things like that. But and I thought based on our offensive line and what the makeup was and how inexperienced they were on the right side of the ball, that they would do the exact same thing, but mm-hmm. they didn't. So I think that game against you guys was definitely a huge check and the Eagles taking a step back and thinking, all right, bet. Well, throwing bombs all game isn't going to work. Maybe we should do what we were supposed to do in the first place. And with the Rams defense built the way that it is, and then you added Jalen Ramsey back there. um, I think you have to go with what everybody thought you were going to do in this situation. You have to use play action you got you to you commit to the run game. I don't care if Aaron Donald's right there. Figure something out. We have a zone run scheme type of type of offense. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like we pull guards. We keep two tight ends on the field as extra blockers to chip. You know, drag routes work with us. Screens work with us. Um, slants work with us. We have the speed, but you have to use it appropriately. I don't want to see Carson, back dropping, Carson Wentz dropping back and throwing 30, 35 times a game. No. Right. Run the ball. Miles Sanders is back. Uh, Lane Johnson is back. Our defense can hold it down. Do your defense a solid run the ball. If we can do that, if we can roll out, if Carson Wentz can get his confidence back and get the ball out in two and a half seconds, involve your tight ends. They're literally there. And honestly, there's, there's two keys to victory getting the ball out to your tight ends and then making sure that we're running the football. I don't care who's on the offensive line. Next man up. Mm-hmm. If we can do that, cause I'm not even worried about the defense. They're going to do their thing. Um, what's his face Um big play slay. And what he's been able to do as a leader um, on that defense, aside from our front four and that secondary, we're looking great. So our keys to victory is not necessarily the defense. It's the offense um, making sure that Carson Wentz, Gets the ball out quick. Doug Peterson calls the game like he's supposed to. We should win. We've had their number for the past three seasons. Let's get it done.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Well, there you have it. That's Marcus's keys to victory for his Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So just real quick. If the Washington football team is going to beat the Arizona Cardinals, it's going to start with first containing Kyler Murray, right? So – He's he's clearly fast. He's he's small, so he's hard to see. He's small, so he's hard to get. Um, you go rushing up in there, and you don't contain. Once he breaks containment, I mean, all bets are off. Um, I mean, you saw the, he was in space. They collapsed on him. He broke tackles. Yeah. Um, you know, part of that was on the 49ers. I mean, form tackling, you're in the National Football League. Wrap him up, get him to the ground. For sure. Um. I think it's going to take um, just simply not letting uh, Hopkins be Hopkins. Um, you're going to have to somehow shut that down. You're going to have to figure that out. Um, Fitz isn't going to beat you. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like you're not going to shut them both down. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to get something, but you can't let Hopkins do it because he'll take it to the house. For sure. Um So I just think first and foremost, it's going to be just containing Kyler Murray. I think even more important than that is keeping the ball away from him. If our offense can sustain drives, um, stay on the field, And you keep the Cardinals offense off the field. I think that's going to be huge as well. Um, But like I said, ultimately, I get it's not popular. We're riding high coming off the win. Um, But I'm also realistic. And I can see us losing this one. Um it's clearly not what I want, but I can see it um, whether it's a, a a late time situation. The one thing that I think this team really showed us last week was that they're not gonna quit no matter what. So because you guys came out and smacked us in the mouth. so but we didn't quit. So as long as they don't quit, as long as they keep digging deep, as long as they make adjustments and and, and to me, they're gonna have to play gap sound like they're gonna have to play a hell of a defensive game Ooh. to keep them under wraps but again I think that also starts with our offense getting going and I think this is the week I, I, I think we're going to see a little bit more production out of the offense sure. whether that translates into points or not um, I don't know but at the end of the day as long as you score more points than the other team then you will come out the winner but mm. that's my just quick little synopsis on you know without getting into like one-on-one matchups and who's going to do what sure. you contain Murray uh, sustained drives on offense, and that's that's how you're gonna beat them for sure. All right, so we are winding down um the show. So before we get out of here, I do want to give a birthday shout out to my buddy Scooby. Let's go. Um, turns thirty five today. Oh, old man, old man. Um, <laughs> You know, I say that and I turned 35 in two and a half weeks, right? So, um, but anyway, yeah, he's still old old grandpa. Um, I'm the young buck, but no, happy birthday to him, sure. Um, as always, reach out to us, guys. Um, average sports you can reach us there. Um, check out our podcast anywhere you like to get podcasts, For sure. Apple Podcasts, Spotify google podcast yeah, um be sure to like subscribe um rate our show give us feedback you know it's it's all love it's fun like i said marcus and i we we enjoy doing this absolutely um so definitely definitely reach out to us thank you for the continued support for sure and we will see you next week for episode 40 we out Bye.